Rise and shine. It's butt whipping time. It's time for the Morning Blitz with Ross Volkmer. That broadcast school has really paid off. Talking everything sports from the preps. Brumbaugh, heat check three. It looks good. It is good. Nine points for Brady Brumbaugh. He's getting hot. To the pros. Huskers come after him, block the ball. It's picked up by Hartsog. Malcolm racing to the 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Nebraska. The Blitz is presented by the insurance agency, Equity Bank of Hoxie, Quinter, and Grinnell, the Cowboy Corner Express, and the Farmer State Bank in Oakley. Stop what you're doing and listen. The 0-2 pitch, and that's hit in the center field. That's going to be a base hit. Being waved in is Trejo. Throw is cut off by Olsen. It's an RBI single for Ezekiel Tovar. Left side, David Cruz, backhand, outfield grass throw. Got it to second base. Wow, what a play. Orlando. What am I going for? Is that the record breaker? It is. I'll see you later. Homer 250 this year for the Braves. A new single season franchise record. That fastball is belted to left field. And top of the wall and gone. Sent back over for Rook. A reload for Riley. And Mendelssohn puts it away for Nebraska. And happy Thursday morning, everybody. Welcome back. It's the Morning Blitz on 1025 U-Rock, the Rocking M app, as well as NWKSradio.net. Glad you're with us here on a beautiful Thursday morning, 64 degrees on our way to a high of 94. Temperatures expected to sky to the upper 90s both on Friday and Saturday. going to be a very warm one to kick off the high school football season here. Uh, in just over 24 hours. But uh, as always, you want to be part of the Morning Blitz, the best way to do so through our text line, the number 785-899-2222, the number to be part of the program today. Today, we'll be capping our high school football previews. We'll be visiting with head coach Jordan Mosier. If you listen to uh, Coach Mosier's interview uh, on SoundCloud, the preview, it's the same exact one. For those who have not had a chance to listen to that, that was the our, we did that during the drinks before the drink scrimmage, but we'll be playing that interview with the Jordan Mosier today. Talk about the upcoming football season for the Goodland Cowboys. We put a bow on our uh, high school football previews, and I will get all of those interviews reposted again uh, in a group on our SoundCloud at NWKS Radio Sport or NWKS Sports. So uh, follow us on SoundCloud there. I'll repost all those interviews. It might be today. It might be tomorrow. Uh, it might be not until next week, but I will get those reposts depending on how things go. But uh, that's the plan to let everybody have a chance that if you missed any of the interviews with any of our area high school football coaches, we will have those reposted on our SoundCloud page, NWKS Sports. Uh, and so it'll be good to follow us there, and you can listen to any of those uh, interviews. We'll also visit with Michael Brunts of Husker 24-7 Sports as Nebraska football kicks off its 2023 season tonight on the road at Minnesota. It it opens up the Matt Rule era, and so we'll visit with him uh, and Michael Brunts coming up in today's program. So full show ahead, lots to get to, and lots to recap from yesterday, and we get to it all with the front page. Read all about it. Read all about it. The top stories of today. I got the early edition. Hot off the press. It's the front page on the Morning Blitz. Front page, really? So I want to start off first and foremost with local sports, obviously, and that would be Colby Community College Volleyball, who suffered a heartbreaking loss on the road last night down 
at Seward County. It looked, it looked, after the end of the third set, I was thinking, oh my goodness, they're going to win this thing. They really are going to win this thing. But playing down there in Seward County, and I don't know what happened in the fourth and fifth sets, but things just kind of fell apart, unfortunately, for CCC. Lady Trojans lost the first set 25-20. Bounced back great to win sets 2-3, and 25-10, 26-24, respectively. Then Seward County won in a comeback fashion in set 4, 26-24. And then set 5, that was all she wrote, 15-7. Seward County with the win. So... A heartbreaking loss to open up KJCCC play on the road for Colby, uh, dropping them to 6-3 and three on the season. So a heartbreaking loss for them last night on the road. And uh, good sign for, of a more competitive match against the Seward County team that at times in the previous years they've struggled against mightily. Uh, but that's a tough one to swallow. Can they bounce back here on Saturday? They have their home opener, their home first home conference game, first home game period of the 2023 season can they bounce back tomorrow uh and, sorry on saturday and get that done i think it's cloud county that comes into town run the schedule for everybody i believe that's who that is so uh home opener on saturday the second we'll see if they can uh, get it done uh, another quick lady trojan volleyball news second straight week congratulations to celia Mbaya. she won the kjccc offensive player of the week second straight week doing that 66 kills over 15 sets 4.4 kills per set she tallied 11 11 aces that was one more than the previous weekend she had. Also had 55 digs. Uh, she has four double-doubles last week in all four matches in, that the Casper invite. So uh, Celia Mbaya getting love once again uh, from the conference, being the Offensive Player of the Week. The freshman has, won it, has had two opportunities to win it, and she's won them both. It was staying in the sport of volleyball. It was a historic night last night. I hope everyone got a chance to tune in and watch it at some point in time. But volleyball night and volleyball day in Nebraska was something pretty darn cool to see. Um, Nebraska volleyball fans packed Memorial Stadium. The, the, the weather gods shined down upon them. was maybe a little breezy at times, but temperature-wise, it was great. And because of it, they were able to set not just an NCAA record, but a world record for the largest crowd ever to watch a women's sporting event. 92,003 souls were packed into Memorial Stadium, the largest crowd ever at the stadium, beating anything that football has ever put up, and the largest women's sporting event, or largest crowd to ever see a women's sporting event ever. And it was really, really cool to see. There was a ton of emotion on, uh, on all, you know, players, ex-players, coaches, it doesn't matter. It was such a unique thing. And the thing that just stands out that's cool to me is that there's just over 2 million people in the state of Nebraska and they hold the state record or they are say they hold the world record for the largest women's sporting event in the country. That to me is a pretty cool thing. I mean, if, if it happened in North Dakota, I, I don't care. These the small state that that holds a world record is pretty down cruel. Will it last? I I don't know. You know, there could be a soccer match that comes up uh, in the world. That's who they surpassed. It was a Champions League match between FC Barcelona and Wolfsburg. Just over or just over 91,600 people watched that. I don't know if it'll hold. There could be a soccer match. Who knows? Wisconsin, who is also very passionate about their volleyball, might try to host something in Lambeau Field, and that could be a world record. You know, this was Nebraska's best chance to hold the world record, and we'll see if they get to do it or not. Uh, if they continue to hold it or not. But uh, history was made last night. It was great to see Nebraska beat Omaha in three sets easily. Um, 
it was pretty fun to watch the the volleyball. And, and sometimes, if you were serving from the south to the north, you know there was a little bit of wind, especially early on. Like it's kind of gusty, and so you know girls were s- serving the ball or or digging it up, and the wind would push it over the net a little further than they wanted, and so that would allow for an easy attack or uh, the ball to sail too long and be out. But it was such a cool, cool thing to see. Uh, and just a salute to those uh, who went and to those who came and, and set a world record for a women's sporting event. 92,003, the largest ever in the history of the planet. Pretty darn cool. Pretty darn cool. Uh, quickly, on to the NFL. There might be some good news for the Kansas City Chiefs when it comes to getting their best defensive player back. General Manager Brett Veach said yesterday there's still a chance that Chris Jones could play in the September 7th season opener against the Lions. Uh, He said Jones and the Chiefs have picked up their conversations on the contract talks over the last couple of days, but he didn't say if they were making progress towards a new contract. Uh, Veach also said that wide receiver Kadarius Toney and cornerback Legeris Sneed would not be placed on the injured reserve list, which means they would not miss the first four games of the year. They both could possibly play against the Lions despite being dinged up in camp. Uh, look, here's the thing on the Chris Jones. If I don't throw I'm nothing against Brett Veach, they might get a contract done. We are a week away from kicking off the season. September 7th, a week from today, is when that begins. I, I just can't see a big guy, Chris Jones. I'm not saying that he's been sitting on the couch eating Twinkies and Ho-Hos the whole time, you know, and, and whatever. I don't think he's doing that. But I don't know if a big man's going to be able to get ready and in, in a game shape for the first game. And wouldn't you rather, if you get him back with a new contract, have him at or at a contract that's going to make him come play? Don't you want him to be at full strength to play? So, I don't know. I just I don't think you want to risk him putting him out there. He's not in shape. He could injure himself. And then you, he misses more time. So, I don't know. I think the chance of him playing against the Lions are very slim now. Getting a new deal done to get him back on the field, I I still say it's, at this point in time, it's like 50-50 chance of that. It's a coin flip. Um, We'll see. But uh, at least Brett Veach, who, let's face the facts, the guy's done, he's pulled a lot of rabbits out of hats. He's done a lot of great deals. And uh, he's, you know, kept Travis Travis Kelsey around. And uh, they've found ways to make things work for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, so maybe he can get something done with Chris Jones. We'll see. Final stop here quickly on the uh, on the front page here. Actually, two more stops, I should say. In baseball, both both the Rockies and the Royals were swept. They lost at home last night. Royals lose 4-1 to the Pirates despite Bobby Witt Jr. hitting his 27th home run of the season. Rockies swept by the Braves 7-3 last night at Coors Field. Kyle Freeland gave up three home runs. Uh, in a loss to drop to 5-14. and 14. These are the stats of the day for you, though. Royals have lost 14 of their last 17 heading into an off day today. Colorado has lost 9 of its last 10. Wins are very hard to come by for the Rockies and the Royals at this point in time in the season with still one month left to be played. And, uh... Quickly, St. Fran- a lot of uh, some area action today. I want to start first and foremost from sports are getting away. Uh, Colby and Goodland girls golf teams begin their seasons at the Hugoton Golf Invite today. Uh, you have the Goodland Cross Country Invite at Sugar Hills today. You've got Golden Plains, Colby, Oakley, Decatur Community, Triplanes, Bruce. So they're all coming to Goodland and other schools to run uh, at the Goodland Cross Country Invite. There's some volleyball today. Rollins County hosts a triangular. St. Francis is going to a triangular in Colorado with Cheyenne Wells and Idalia. And uh, both Goodland and Colby tennis teams are on the court today. 
Uh, for Colby, it's their second time. For Goodland, I believe it's the first time for the varsity. Goodland heads to Hayes, while Colby will be in Larned for some tennis today. So there you go. The front page on this Thursday. All right, uh, we're going to take an early break. When we come back, we're going to visit with Jordan Mosier, head football coach for the Goodland Cowboys going into his third season. We'll visit with him next. You're listening to the Morning Blitz. 